It's the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast with Tyson Downs. In every episode, we give you powerful, actionable tips to help you grow your business. We'll give you real-life techniques, methods, and strategies that flat-out work. The same stuff we use in our business every day to help our clients dominate their local search results and get more patients. We freely give this to you so we can help you on your mission to grow your practice. Our goal? To help you achieve greatness. Welcome to the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast. I am your host, Tyson Downs, and this is episode 11. If this is your first time listening, sweet. We're glad to have you. And this is a production of Titan Web Agency. We produce this show every week for you so you can grow your practice and be more successful. You can find our show notes and ask us any marketing-related questions at healthcaremarketingpodcast.com. Come back often and be sure to follow us on Twitter at Titan Web Agency. Now let's get to work. Like every episode, we'll start this one out with some motivation. And the motivational quote today is a short, simple, to the point. It is, don't be average. This is a quality that I try to instill within my children. I have five children and the oldest, 14, he's developmentally challenged. He's at about a three to a five-year-old level. And he has such a zest and an enthusiasm for life. If we look at it in the right context, he's so inspiring because of the happiness that he tries to spread and the enthusiasm that he has every single day. And so I try to talk to my kids about that. You know, don't be average. What's the average person do? Well, they typically will wear their emotions on their sleeve. In other words, if something bad happens and they're going to be grumpy, if something good happens, then they're going to be happy. They're going to let the outward influences of the world affect how they live. That's what average is. However, we don't want to be average. We want to be great. We want to be amazing. We want to be unbelievable. And a great, amazing, unbelievable person will be positive, will be happy. And they won't let the outside influences of the world affect their attitude and how they enjoy life. Okay. So today we're going to talk about seven ways that you can grow your practice. Now, these aren't going to be all online marketing related. These aren't going to be all SEO related. They're regular things that you can do to grow your practice, things maybe that you haven't looked at in the past. And the basis of some of these things from a recent blog post that I wrote entitled 101 Ways a Dentist Can Grow His Practice. Now, this would, of course, would apply to a psychologist, a counselor, a plastic surgeon, chiropractor, orthodontist, anything really. But this particular post was for dentists. So as I'm talking about these different things, think about how you can implement this so that you actually get some value from it. So it's not just a podcast that you listen to, you know, okay, that was a nice podcast. That was okay. You know, and I'm done. No, we want action. So think about that, how you can implement this. First thing is you can optimize your website and you may think, well, my website is optimized or, you know, I don't know how to do that. Let me just give you a few things. Some of these may be somewhat technical, but a few things that you can consider doing either on your own or you can have somebody do for you. What you want is want to make sure that the search engines can read your website well. And this is often called on-page SEO or on-page coding, and they can read it well when it's coded in a way that it says, Okay, I'm a dentist in this area. This is where I practice. This is what I do. Things like that. And if you don't do it the right way, then Google doesn't read that. So you want to make sure that the on-page SEO 
is appropriate. And just a couple things that you can do is you can add a sitemap to your website. Sitemap, if you're using WordPress, it's as easy as adding some software called a plugin. And then you can just either take the sitemap out of the box as it is, or you can configure it slightly. A sitemap out of the box is better than no sitemap at all. But if you configure it, then you can tell Google, these are the most important pages on my site, so read these first. So add a sitemap. Number two, you want to make sure that you use your page titles as an opportunity to put in your different terms or your different keywords. In other words, a page title should describe who you are and what area, basically. Because that's usually how people will search in the search engines, one of the ways anyway. So if I am looking for plastic surgeon in Austin, Texas, then I may type in Austin, Texas plastic surgeons, Austin TX plastic surgery. And so that would be inappropriate for a title tag. And a title tag, you can usually put in a couple different variations of that. You don't want to go any more than that. So make sure that Google can read your website well. And that's by optimizing it. That's the first thing. Number two, we're going to talk about creating content. And content can be put out in a number of different ways. And I wrote a blog post about this the other day, eight ways that I create content, and you can too. I'll put this in the show notes so you can go ahead and read it. But content really is the way that SEO is going. And a lot of people at one time or another have thought, okay, SEO this is something I can't wrap my head around or I don't understand, so I'm not going to worry about it. I'll just hire somebody. And that, in my opinion, is by far the worst thing that you can do. You need to understand the basics of it. And the basics of it at this point are that Google, for the most part, is rewarding websites that provide value through content. And how can you do that? You can do that through a regularly updated blog. And with the blog, you know, you may think, well, I have nothing to blog about. Nobody wants to hear about my practice. Nobody wants to hear about what I do. I'd say, oh, contraire. That is not necessarily the case. When people are looking for, example, a plastic surgeon, they're going to do research. They're going to type in things such as best plastic surgeon in Austin. How much does plastic surgery for my nose cost? How much does a mommy makeover cost? How can I choose the best plastic surgeon? Things like that. So what you want to do at that point is you want to write blog posts to answer those questions. Marcus Sheridan from a great blog that I read on a regular basis called The Sales Line is a firm believer in providing value, providing answers to questions that potential visitors to your site would ask. So a potential visitor you know, is going to be trying to research who the best is, how they can decide, what they need to avoid, how much does it cost, and questions such as that. So that's what you need to consider when writing these blog posts. I mentioned content and I talked about blog, but there's a million other ways that you can provide value and content. You can do that through using LinkedIn and answering questions on LinkedIn. You can do that through a podcast. You can do that through YouTube videos. You can do that by posting slide shares and sharing those slide share presentations across the internet. And I say slide shares, I mean PowerPoints on slideshare.net. So there's a lot of different ways that you can produce content, but that is definitely one of the ways that you can be seen as an authority in your practice. Definitely a way that you can take that next step so that you are getting more traffic to your site and that you're getting more engagement. And then the third thing that you can do is you can use promotions. How are you going to use promotions? You know, you can use free giveaways. An iPad is a very popular one. Things that people actually want and things that people would actually use. 
And you can use these promotions through social media. You can use them through when people come into your office, you can make sure that they enter in for that promotion. Usually I recommend that they have some, you know, skin in the game. Make sure that something is required of them as opposed to just entering something in. You want it to benefit you. So they need to be either referring somebody to your office. They need to be interacting with you in social media. They need to be doing something so that it's going to benefit you. You don't just want to give stuff away to give stuff away. You can promote these free offers or promotions. What do you have through email, through podcasts, a lot of different ways. You can network with other websites, network with complimentary services in your area and make sure that they're aware of a promotion and they can refer you know, patients, potential patients over to you. So there you have it. Episode 11 is in the books. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave us a review in iTunes. I would greatly, greatly appreciate it. And let's connect with each other. You can find us at Titan Web Agency on Twitter and Facebook.com slash Titan Web Agency. Our show notes are located at Healthcare Marketing Podcast slash 11. Have you ever considered hiring a company to help you market your practice online? If so, be sure to check out this free report I put together called The Consumer Awareness Guide to Choosing an Online Marketing Agency. Learn the exact questions you need to ask to ensure you don't get ripped off. You can pick up this report at titanwebagency.com slash report. Be positive, be happy, and be proactive. Remember, your business, like life, is what you make of it. Thank you for joining us on the 10-Minute Healthcare Marketing Podcast. Join us at healthcaremarketingpodcast.com for recaps, show notes, and more resources to help grow your practice, dominate your local market, and achieve greatness.